now we're in this beautiful moment of everyone celebrating individuality and you know they're all different shapes and sizes and skin tones that are now out in the world and on Instagram and in marketing campaigns it's really just owning your own pretty and knowing that you're beautiful and I think that's kind of how you own own your entire beauty moment you know you have to feel good in order to look good hello beauty yes you join me host Joyce Platon as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. Hi everyone, welcome to Hello Beauty. I'm your host, Joyce Platon, and today's special guest is Allison McNamara. Hi! Hi! So Allison is a digital influencer, editorial director of MainAddicts.com, and founder of Mara, a beautiful line of algae-based, non-toxic face oils. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Hello Beauty, Allison. Thanks I'm so for excited me. to finally meet you. We've been following each other in social media. Yep. And I so love fun. all your posts. And congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. I can't believe I'm engaged. Oh my god! Like wild. Yeah, excited because, to be here yes. chatting with you. We've been following each other for like a year mm-hmm. or two now. Yes, so. I love your post, and Thank of you. course, we are gonna dive deep in your beautiful products. Yay! So I read that you grew up in the beauty industry. Tell me about the pros and cons of you know growing up in this industry. That's such a fun question. My dad was in skincare mm-hmm. and then color cosmetics my entire life, so I've always been around products from a really young age, which is so fun growing up because. Mm-hmm. I just had so much to play with. Um, He'd always come home with different sunscreens or um, skincare products. And that really shaped um, my love for beauty and my obsession with skincare. So I think the pros would be, you know, getting to be around all these products at such a young age, knowing the importance of taking care, care of yourself, seeing how beauty can really transform how you feel. And then the cons would definitely be, I think, the comparisons that I made to myself to like I'd go I'd go to commercial sets and I'd be there with these beautiful models and then, you know, the comparisons yeah. that that you draw really early on from that. Um, and I just think that how how you see these beautiful people and maybe not looking like them can be tough. But overall, I think it was a really positive experience having my dad work in skincare. I think it was like the most fun thing a parent could do. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Skincare in what way? Like, did he have his own products or no. was he an esthetician? No. So he um, is a business guy mm-hmm. and he worked at big companies like Neutrogena was oh, a big one when I was young. So I grew up going to commercial shoots for Neutrogena mm-hmm. and he helped create and launch their uh, Color Cosmetics, which you can oh, yeah. shop at like any you know, CVS or one of those stores. So really getting to play with a lot of makeup. And then while I was in college, he went to philosophy and then Too Faced. So he's an amazing mentor to have around. And I, oh, I've always been so privileged to have product all the time that I never really had to shop for beauty products. And then my career brought me to a place where I got even more sent to me. So it's been like just years and years of beauty yeah. products. So it was like a natural transition. Yeah, it was really it's something I knew I always wanted to do. And mm-hmm. even when we were younger, we'd always just talk about like different products. I actually helped him cast a bunch of the women that he hired oh, to be um, the face of the brands that he worked for and helped him with product development. Even he would always run things by us. So it was always kind of like a family affair in a mm-hmm. way. So when I was getting a little burnt out from hosting and found that people weren't really watching shows, the shows that I was doing in the same way, people were really going to Instagram for their Mm -hmm. content. I thought back, like, do I still want to do this? Do I want to be doing YouTube videos till I'm 60 (laughs) years old? Or do I want to do something that I'm really passionate about? And so skincare was always there. Um, I kept working and doing other jobs, but then developing my line since 2015. So yeah, so it took a long time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's 2019 now and I only have two products out. Yeah. With your dad being in the industry, did you ask any tips from him when starting Mara? 
you know, obviously I ask him a million things a day. Like he is also one of my best friends. So like I have constant communication with him, but I also wanted to really listen to my intuition because we were creating something and I was creating something that he hadn't really worked on before. He didn't really have a ton of experience with prestige skincare. Mm. So, and indie, you know, going mm-hmm. in indie, doing the exact opposite of all these big brands, right? Like we have one SKU that yeah. we launched with instead of launching with a full line. Yeah. Um, we're higher price point, $72 for the universal face oil, $120 for the algae retinol face oil. So we're really playing in a different space than he was used to. And so I kind of just let my intuition guide me through the process. Yes. Which is, I think it's important. That's you know? true. Yeah. And you know what you want and what you've been looking for. Totally. Like I made, the products that I made were were both products and all the ones that will be coming out are products that I felt like I, I couldn't find. Like mm-hmm. things I, I wanted to use that were things that I felt were missing from my skincare routine. They were white spaces that I thought I had identified in the market. And so I was really excited to make them. And my dad actually did not like face oils before this. Yes. So the idea of a face oil line, he was like not that wild about, but he's now a face oil user, which is amazing. (laughs) He loves it. So he's like going through bottles. He always sends me like photos of his empty bottles now. Um, And I'm like, yes. That's good. I mean, I mean, think like the thought process of face oils have changed now because before yes. I was afraid of face oils too. I'm an oily type of skin. So mm-hmm. I'm like, no, why will I add more oil to my oily skin? But good thing, you know, with all these information and new studies and even like the before and afters that we do see and all these like skincare brands, it is tried and tested that it is good for you. It's amazing. And that's the fun, you brought up a funny thing because my dad's career was really built off of oil free. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny that, oh, yeah. that I have oil based products. <laughs> And it really is true. Like, you know, with washing your hair, we were talking about this before yeah. we started the podcast. If you are washing your hair every day, which is not necessarily a bad thing, your skin is going to produce, your scalp is going to mm-hmm. produce more oil mm-hmm. to try and make up for everything that you've washed away. Yes. Same with your skin. So if you're an oily skin person, applying oil, one that's you know not going to clog your pores and yeah. it's good for acne prone skin, applying oil will make you less oily in the long run mm-hmm. because your skin's not going to produce as much oil because it's happy and yes. it's satisfied. So. Yeah. Oils are amazing. It's like balancing your skin. pH balance. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about Mara. How did you get started and the idea that came about this? Okay. So I thought of the idea for Mara in 2015. I was on a trip to Istanbul, Turkey. Mm -hmm. We were on the Sea of Marmara. And Mara is also the last four letters of my last name. Yeah, that was cool. And um, my last name is pronounced McNamara, but Mara means sea in Gaelic. Mm -hmm. And actually, McNamara is how you'd say it in Ireland. Yeah. So we kind of started with this whole, like, I wanted to create something that was ocean-based because I grew up here in Southern California. And Mara just had this beautiful oceanic tie-in. So I instantly chose the name. Mm -hmm. And then from there, we started around creating a proprietary algae blend with my lab. And so we really tested all these different types of algae to find ones that really were amazing for the skin mm-hmm. that didn't clog your pores in the you know amounts that we were using them at. And then had beautiful synergies with the plant oils that we wanted to use. And so I found Moringa through a lot of research and I had done tons of just market research on what face oils had in them. And I kind of wanted to stay away from the oils you'd commonly see in in face oils, like, like arula, jojoba, yeah. um, argan, like all those really mm-hmm. buzzy ones that were big, you know, a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. I just wanted to stay away from those because I wasn't really happy with a lot of yeah. the face oils I had used. I wanted this to sink in really quickly. I wanted it to feel hydrated, but not oily, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a lot of face oils kind of feel like you have an oil slick on your yeah. face. And I wanted this to feel like to work and feel like a moisturizer. Yeah. So even the non-oil 
liking yeah. people would would want to try it yeah like it. to not just have it sit on top yeah to like yeah. really sink in and moringa ended up being the most amazing ingredient for that so um it had amazing synergy with our algae and so we built that in and then the rest of the profile of the universal face oil has baobab kalahari yeah. melon um it's just wonderful bilberry so it's such a fun fun face oil i love it yeah, I want to hone in on moringa because mm-hmm. moringa is actually a common tree in the Philippines. Oh, and it I'm, is. Yeah, and, and from I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm from the Philippines. I'm, I was born here, but I'm like Filipino. But yeah. we, it's so common there. It's even, it's funny because like they would even give it away for free just because you can just get it from your backyard, that kind of thing. Yeah, but, it's amazing. Yeah, and then it is used in traditional medicine. Mm-hmm. And then every single thing, like, I don't know, health, beauty. So it's like amazing. How did you find moringa? Like, was it just... From the list of maybe like certain ingredients that you were kind of like ticking off. Oh my gosh, it's kind of a funny story. No, I was on Facebook and <laughs> there was a BuzzFeed video. Mm-hmm. I actually don't even see those videos anymore, but like those really splashy BuzzFeed videos yeah. that are like kind of like propaganda in a way where it's like <laughs> Moringa, 92 nutrients, 46 yeah, antioxidants, yeah. cures cancer. Like it's you yeah. know, one of those things that's like it, it was one of those mm-hmm. grab you videos. And I was thinking to myself, like, wow, if it's this nutrient-dense plant that's super sustainable, that's drought-resistant, that grows in some of the driest climates around the world, has this amazing nutrition uh, nutrition profile, yeah. all these vitamins, antioxidants, it's wild. Why are we not using this more yeah. in skincare? So I brought it to my lab, and we started playing with it. They were so excited because my chemist was like, I love Moringa. People just didn't really want to use it because it has a very nutty, hard smell. Mm. It's also expensive. The mm. one that we use is expensive. And so it's hard to kind of balance that smell. And so we're 100% natural, the first product is. And so we really had to find other oils that balanced out the scent because yeah. it's, it's a hard, hard scent. But I just love it. And it, I'm so glad that we found it. And now I'm seeing it pop up more and more in skincare. I don't skincare. smell anything. I don't smell them. It's, it's beautiful, though, but like I don't smell like that, you fresh, know, right? that moringa, no. you know, nutty smell. It does, you know, when you've had it open and sitting yeah. for a while, you'll kind of, the, the moringa does take a little bit more shape. But it definitely smells like all natural and fresh. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I, I want it. There's no added fragrance. I'm like mm-hmm. anti-fragrance. There's a little essential oil in there, but like mm-hmm. just to curb the, the moringa. Yes. But moringa is just so wonderful. And I'm so happy that People are on board with the, the ingredient. I love putting it in my smoothies. It's just the oh, best for yeah. you. And it's sustainable. Like Mara is all about being sustainable and finding really beautiful ingredients that aren't going to destroy the planet. And mm-hmm. so that was like a perfect choice for the first product. I love it. I just tried it on for the first Yay! time. It's so hydrating and smooth, smooth and just right? absorbs right away instantly. Yeah, that's what I, yeah. I really wanted that. Those were like the three main characteristics mm-hmm. I wanted in a face oil, like sinkability, yeah. just feels really hydrating and not oily. And I love oily. that the fragrance is no, not a strong amount mm-hmm. because yeah, sometimes, yeah, it just makes you like nauseous using like your skincare products and you don't want yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think that skincare products should be scented. I think that if you see fragrance on the back, like run the uh. opposite direction because it's just not, you don't want to be putting that on. Exactly. On just, yeah. And that word opens up, you know, there's probably thousands of, of other ingredients behind that word that, you know, we don't have to actually disclose. So yeah, yeah, no fragrance. <laughs> yeah. So your other product, the, um, Algae retinol, retinol yes. algae retinol. Um, what it, I did read that it is clean retinol. Yes. What is the difference between the clean retinol and all these retinols that we see in here? Yeah, this is a great question and something that I learned while mm-hmm. creating this retinol. Mm-hmm. The retinol was actually the first idea I had for the line, mm-hmm. but I wanted to launch with something that was a little less polarizing because retinol, people either love it or hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I've been using it for 20 years. What makes it clean, and this I found through doing, like creating the product is 
most, if not all, retinol is stabilized with BHT, BHA, or parabens. Parabens. And they're used in trace amounts, which don't have to be disclosed on the ingredient label. And that's a whole, that's like a whole other Uh, podcast in itself. Like we can talk, it's wild how we don't have to disclose certain things that are actually in the formula. But you know, if you have your master formula, you would actually see them definitely in there because they'd be Uh mixed in with the product. So I wanted to find a way to, to use a clean synthetic retinol that had the same efficacy of the things that you know and love from the stores that you love and the brands that you love, but done in a really clean way that would still be allowed at our retailers Mm -hmm. because Credo Beauty is one of our main retailers, and they have a very strict list of dirty ingredients. And I'm happy to abide by them because I agree with it. Yeah. Um, but doing retinol was a challenge. You know, we had to find one that was stabilized in a clean way. And ours used non-GMO soybean oil, mm-hmm. which soybean, you know, I, I, I'm not wild about that as an ingredient, but I think it's the best choice for mm-hmm. this product. And it really, it's such a beautiful product when you use it. The retinol is just so powerful. And it actually is more than 1.2%. Oh. 1.2% is like the amount of the synthetic retinol that we mm-hmm. use. But there's four natural sources of vitamin A from cacao, yeah. uh, fermented green tea, black cumin, and um, hemp seed oil. Yes. So you're actually getting like a, a much higher multi-retinoid blend, which is why it's so effective, but also really hydrating with all those plant oils. Yeah. It's it's an amazing product. And it's like a natural base type of retinol that's yes. like naturally like exfoliating you of and course. creating that natural cell turnover mm-hmm. instead of like all these synthet- like other, you know, dangerous chemicals. Yeah, definitely. And you'll notice like even after one night, you'll notice like much smoother, clearer skin. We're actually doing clinical testing on it right now. And it's performed so well on a lot of our clients. Like the before and afters are amazing. Ooh. And I'm so so proud of this formula. It, I thought it was my favorite, but I have one coming out next year that might actually be my new favorite, but it's still like my ride or die. Yeah. Like if, if I had to go to a stranded island, I'd probably bring the retinol oil. So yeah, I know off cam. When you're done with your shortage, yeah. I need to get my hands on this. <laughs> yes, I'll definitely send, your, send it your way. Because yeah. yeah, that's like my issue. I have like, you know, skin texture. That's like my issue. So I always love anything that exfoliates, you know, mm-hmm. my skin and just replenishes the, you know, the the skin and then just sloughs off the dead skin. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'll love it. You'll love it. I mean, retinol is just my it's my favorite ingredient. And it was such a fun challenge, especially for our lab to do it in the way that we did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so proud of that product. Like, I, I'm proud of both of them. But like mm-hmm. the retinol oil, I think, is really a revolutionary product in its category. Yes. And so I was just I was I was so excited that the lab chose to, like, really work hard on this formula to make it perfect, because I think what we created is just insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me why you chose to start with face oils instead of like toners, facial wash, facial spray, or creams. Mm-hmm. Mara is very simple. Like mm-hmm. I only believe in using very simple, highly effective products. I don't believe in like a 10-step skincare routine, which I know is so big <laughs> with like K-Beauty yeah. and like you know, people are just trying to sell you more product. But honestly, if your products are are formulated correctly with the right ingredients, you don't need a million things. I actually haven't used a cream in four years. Cool. I don't use creams. Yeah. Um, I don't use eye cream. Mm-hmm. I know that's like another, I think that they're a farce. I think that eye creams are total BS. I heard too that um, they're the adding retinol now in eye creams. Yeah, yeah. a lot of um, like Murad has one with retinol that I've seen. There's a uh, Glow Recipe mm-hmm. has one. But I honestly just take the retinol oil and the universal face oil and just kind of rub them around mm-hmm. this area. You know, you don't want to get it in your eye, yes. but you know, I, I kind of get it around this area. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't launch with creams or toners just because I, I truly believe in face oils. And they kind of have, they act like a serum too. Like the universal face oil, sometimes I just use that. Um, and other days, you know, I always use the retinol almost like every other night, sometimes every night. Yeah. But 
I just don't really use a lot of other products in my routine. I do have a, a cleansing oil that's coming out this Ooh. fall. That's kind of an exclusive. I haven't told anyone yet, but it is coming out. Oh, yeah. First to hear it yeah. here. <laughs> first, I've actually said it. Our retailers know, but it's coming out very yes. soon. And it's a, another like revolutionary product in oh, its category. Excited. So I'm really excited for that. But we're really trying to kind of own the oil space first. Mm-hmm. That being said, our customers do want creams. So if I do ever do a cream, it's got to be like mind blowing because I haven't really used a cream that I'm obsessed with. So mm-hmm. maybe down the line. But right now I'm only making things that I personally feel like there's a white space for. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't use toner either. Sometimes I'll use like a P50 or oh, if I'm not I doing the retinol, I do too. <laughs> if I'm not doing a retinol that night, I'll use like the P50. I love an acid. I just mm-hmm. love it on a different night than the retinol. So I do use toners in that capacity, but I don't use like a lot of mists anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't use a lot of water-based products, yeah, honestly. Simple is easy. Simple. Know? I love oil. I'm just I'm kind of trying to own that category. But our customers are <laughs> asking for cream. So we'll see. We'll see. Do you think you'll get into like body care? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, nothing's off limits. Yeah. yeah nothing's and off hair. Limits. Yeah. Hair is, <laughs> also, hair is hard. I mean, I hair I would be open to, but mm-hmm. I see, you know, staying with skin first. True. Um, any, any part of the body, but. We'll see. You know, I'm definitely yes, interested yes. in body, but body, um, you can't, you can't charge the same price point that, you know, you charge for skin. And so it'd be hard for me to really do it in the way that I want to do it and keep uh-huh. it at a price that's practical. So we haven't quite, we haven't explored that just yet, but it's not off the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited with all those coming products. Yeah. Too. I'm so, I'm excited too. We've got some really excited, exciting launches for 2020 that uh-huh. like I'm screaming about. I just approved the formula that's going to come out next and it's. It's amazing. Mm. I can't tell you just yet, but yeah, I'm like yeah. so I'm like, excited. I'm like waiting. Like, are you gonna tell? I know. Us? I, I literally <laughs> just approved it yesterday, so I'm I'm freaking out because it's mm-hmm. so good. The whole team is freaking out. It's gonna it's gonna change the category that <laughs> it's in. So I'm excited. Okay, okay. We'll keep. I'll, definitely I'll tell you watch that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, in the, on a business standpoint, mm-hmm. there's a difference between being passionate and staying motivated. How do you stay motivated to stay in the business for the long run? You know, I've always been very naturally motivated. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I got pretty far in the hosting space because hosting is a very tough category to be in and it's very competitive. There's so mm-hmm. many beautiful guys and girls competing for a very small amount of jobs. But I was really lucky to get the job at Pop Sugar so early on. I was like 22 years old oh, yeah. and I worked there for a really long time and that opened up so many opportunities. So I think that I've always just been naturally motivated and I love I love working. I've always I've worked from a really early age. I always had jobs. I was in high school and um, I just liked making my own money. And I've always been like a semi-entrepreneur. Like when I was younger, I, mm-hmm. I, my mom, I would, I like paint, painted rocks and would like sell them to our neighbors. <laughs> That's like cute. People would buy them. I was like $50. They're like, how about five cents? But you know, uh, I've always been like a natural self-starter. So I don't know. I, I think that like if you're doing things that you love and you feel very present in what you're doing, it's easy to stay motivated. I think when you look too far into mm-hmm. the future or you get to, um, you know, you look too much at your past. That's when you get less motivated mm-hmm. because you have self-doubt or you get nervous. But if you stay in the moment, I think it's easier to just kind of be excited and like really, really celebrating the small wins because yeah. they really are what make up the whole journey. I totally agree. You know, it's not about thinking, oh, I want to be in this retailer. Yeah. Oh, I want to get this product out, which you do and you're, you are working towards. But it's just like taking a deep breath and like, OK, like I got to see like my mini five mls come in today. Like, yes, they're not out yet. And yes, our ingredient might be like on a worldwide shortage, but like <laughs> I have the bottles here and like, this is exciting. This is the first time I've seen them. So it's kind of celebrating those small wins, I think is the easiest way to stay motivated. Yeah, 100%. So now that you have your own business, 
What is something that you wish you knew that you wish you knew that now you know? I get asked this question often. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, I kind of think that it was good not knowing anything Mm. because Yes, of sure, sure. There are a lot of things I wish I would have known. Like I didn't know like half of the jargon that people use in the production world. So like that was a big learning curve and just knowing like sounding like you know what you're talking about is important in this business, <laughs> especially when you're dealing with big, you know, production factories and manufacturers. And so yes, I would have loved to have like known what I know now, start everything like with production. But I think the beauty of like starting a business is the journey and like having to like learn because otherwise if you don't make those mistakes or if you if you aren't able to like get to the next level, you need all those those ideas and those moments yeah. and those like those hardships to, like get to where you're going, sure. you know. And you might not be as risky as yeah. you would be. Yeah, like I was super risky, like when I launched the business, and I didn't realize how risky it was until I was like, oh my god, I I now have spent all this money and now I have to like make it back. Mm-hmm. But like as I was doing it, I, I wasn't um, thinking about it so much. But I guess if I had to pick one thing, I just wish I would have known that production timelines will always be double. So I had this idea of like when I was launching my products and like all of those timelines were mm. have never been met. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the product was supposed to be launched in 2017. But in hindsight, I'm so happy it launched when it did. Mm-hmm. The retinol oil was supposed to launch in September of last year. It didn't launch till December. But honestly, that was a blessing uh, too yeah. because when it launched, um, it was the perfect time for retinol. It was having this resurgence. We got in WWD, which is so Ooh, huge for yeah. like a small brand next to like Neutrogena and Estee Lauder. And so like, the timing was perfect. So you just kind of have to like go with the flow. But yeah. I just now I know that everything's going to take twice as long as they say it's going to take. Yeah. And building that time in because then that would like have that would have eased a lot of anxiety. Mm, that's so true. I know. Just be like, it's going to come. Just be chill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I so much. <laughs> yeah. That was just I still have anxiety like waiting for <laughs> I'm waiting for, you know, this ingredient or this mm-hmm. and that I'm, like going to run out of product. And all of that is like makes me very anxious. But so probably that's one of like one of the hurdles that you experience with creating Mara yeah. is because your ingredients are just so natural and so pure. So exotic. Too. That, yeah, that you have to actually wait for it to be harvested like naturally. Yeah. You can't just like, exactly. you know, pick it up, grow it in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, that's, honestly, that's like something that I never thought about until mm-hmm. this production run because we haven't had a problem in the in any of our past production runs. But that's like a wild mm-hmm. thing to be told that, oh, this ingredient like is on a worldwide shortage. And we're not going to change our formula, but it, it will deliver this year. Yes. We just, you know, not as quickly as we had wanted. Uh-huh. And then our retinol is made to order. So it takes like a crazy amount of lead oh, time. Wow. So it's yeah, it's like all of those things are just, you know, I never had to do that before. Mm-hmm. And production's really, really tough. Honestly, it's the my least favorite part of the job is like going into like the manufacturing moments because that's it's always the toughest. But the creation is so much fun and the result is, <laughs> makes it worth it. So. Yeah, has there been moments where your chemist is like, you're crazy. This is not going to be done. It can't be done, but you still push for it. You know, yes, yes. <laughs> we reformulated a product that hasn't come out yet because I was unhappy with the preservative profile mm-hmm. of it. And I thought it could be done in a smarter way. And, you know, there was a lot of pushback on it, but we ended up with an amazing product. And I'm so excited for that to launch. Uh-huh. So, yeah, there there are those moments when they say it can't be done, but like everything can, there's always a way, you yes. know? And I work with a top prestige lab. They're the best of the best. And so they always figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they probably think I'm crazy, but, you know. And just be like, Pat, there you go. Like, I know you're the top lab. Just, you know, I know you can do it. I'm like, you got this. Yeah. yeah just like, uh-huh. try something new. No, <laughs> and we got to a place where I'm, I'm really happy with the product. And I'm, I'm so happy that I put my foot down on this ingredient because I really didn't want to use it. It's called phenoxyethanol. Mm. 
and mm-hmm. it's a preservative that's yeah. very commonly used in most natural organic skincare products. Um, but it's one that I do think that is uh, going to have a lot more information coming out about how it is a very dangerous ingredient for us, especially because everyone uses it at 1%, basically. But if you're using like 10 products at 1%, oh, gosh. is that is that multiplying? Is that bioaccumulating yeah. in the body or in the environment? So I made the decision to pull the product, not launch. It was supposed to launch um, as my third product, and now it's going to launch as the sixth product yeah. because we had to like create our own preservative system, basically. So yeah, but I'm happy that I did that because um, they were really adamant that like we needed to use that as the as the preservative, and I didn't want to, and I had to, I had to pay you know money to reformulate this product, and I'm so happy that I I chose to do that because I think it it's much more in line with the Mara brand ethos. That's so, true. Yeah, that was a hard call to make, but I'm glad I did it. I feel like I, it's really important to just stick to being 100% clean. Yeah. as I think it's, you know, clean, people like don't know the difference between natural and clean. Yes. Just because it's natural doesn't mean it's like great for you. And just because it's so clean, true. you know, if it is clean, it's it's great for you. Mm-hmm. But just because it's synthetic doesn't mean that it's bad. That's so true. there's like a lot of gray area with mm-hmm. that, I think, in the beauty industry right now. But uh, yeah, I think cl- keeping it as clean and non-toxic as possible is yeah. important for us just because we have so many things like cell phones and, you know, everything that's around us is like toxic for the us, blue right? Light. So, yeah, blue light. I mean, we're just like surrounded by toxic things. So if you can keep like your your skin, which you're you're absorbing as clean as possible, I think that's amazing. I know. People have to be careful with what they read or what they hear mm-hmm. and actually make that, you know, educated guess and do their own research. Yeah, and like what you mentioned earlier, you said, "Oh, syn- that we have Marrow has a synthetic um, retinol. preservative retinol." Oh yeah, or but the, yeah, yeah. But when you say synthetic, you're like, "Wait, no, it's not natural anymore." Yeah, you know? but no, it is. It's you know, it's just not the regular retinol that you see or use. Yeah, and synthetic just means it's it can it can still be plant based. It's just been synthesized in mm. a lab. It's under it's undergone some sort of chemical um, transaction to make it not fully natural yes. you know or not found the way it was in nature. not it was originally yeah, yeah. <laughs> originally, there's like a very you know loose definition for natural but like <laughs> natural or as it would naturally be found in nature is kind of like the loose definition of what is natural mm-hmm. but yeah like we don't have any synthetic preservatives in any of our, mm-hmm. of our first two oils and we don't have we're trying to not use them as you know much as possible but if you have a water-based formula you also don't want to Grow bacteria. It's true. Bacteria is much worse. Very true. So I think there is a fine line between, you know, choosing the right preservative and making sure you mm-hmm. have a robust enough preservative system so that you're not having a product that's going rancid on your customers because oh, that gosh. would be really terrible too. <laughs> so. How long is the shelf life of Mara? So our face oils have a two-year shelf life and mm. we do period after opening, so 12 months after opening. And same with the retinol oil. Mm-hmm. But you should get through it pretty fast. Yeah. I go through a bottle a month of the universal face oil, but that's because I'm super extra. Like I use <laughs> way more than what we suggest on the back. And then the retinol oil I go through about every three to four months. Oh, yeah. So if you're using, and we really do encourage you to use it consistently, but you know, our shelf lights aren't, you know, two years. I mean, mm-hmm. our period after opening isn't two years because it is a natural product. And if you have, you know, if you're opening and closing it, you have to use it within a year. Exactly. But most beauty products are that. So yeah, I have some friends who are like, because it's like such a nice product. They, they kind of save it. Yeah. And you just don't save I'm it. I'm like, don't save it. Just it's, it's you bought it to use it. I used to be this way, honestly, until I got into the space and I'd have like that cream that sat yeah. there. Like I had a La Mer cream that I swear to God I had for like four years and like open like that shit is gross. Oh, my God. Like don't you know and like you just have to if you bought it and you have it, 
you use it. Mm-hmm. And you can always buy a cheaper one next time, but you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not using the expensive product because then That's it's going to go bad. I mean, I love throwing out products for my friends. Like when I go in yeah. the bathroom, I'm like, wait, this and been- this and this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think it's, I think a lot of people struggle with that though. Mm. You know, you just want to, you want to use it. True. It's the same thing as like, you know, when they put the McDonald's food, sorry, McDonald's, but like you put the burger <laughs> outside and like the burger stays the same for like a week. Like oh, that's not a good thing. You know, yeah. they, these products, especially if they're natural, like they aren't going to stay the same mm-hmm. if you have them out and open and oxidizing. Yeah. So use them. Exactly. Even makeup. Makeup oh too. I know people keep, I'm guilty of this too. I, I've <sighs> definitely had my brow gel for a long time. I need to go buy a new one today. Oh, it's like, I mean, even mascara, because it's not like I use mascara every single day, but I know they're only like three months to six months or I don't know, even less. So you have to throw that yeah. out. But I have it. I have had it more than six months. I'm Why like, do we have such a hard time throwing this stuff out? I actually don't wear <laughs> mascara, though. Weird fact. I like don't wear mascara ever. Unless it's, like I'm being forced to like. Exactly. I mean, lately I haven't been wearing mascara because... Well, these are like they're great lashes, but they're lately amazing. I haven't been wearing mascara because I just get those panda eyes, so I hate it. Same. And so I, I don't. Out. Only like on like special occasions or when I feel like having la- having lashes, quote unquote, I wear mascara. Same, but it's too much. Know, I but always... I should just throw out that mascara since I haven't been using it anyway. What's your favorite <laughs> mascara? Oh my gosh, I kind of still stick to drugstore mascara. Okay, okay. Just because, okay, I'm very probably stingy in this department. I think it's because I throw it out so often yeah. that I'm like, I don't want to spend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to like pay tossing them. But I do love the L'Oreal ones. Yeah, that's like a big one. That's why like yes. every makeup artist, and you're a makeup artist that makes yes. sense. The one with like in the gold too. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, every makeup artist I've ever worked with on yes. set has that, that gold The mascara. L'Oreal one. Yep. And then I try to test it, Makeup Forever, their mm-hmm. Their mascaras. It's a good best. one. Uh huh. And then lately, I've been using the Wonder Beauty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard the, good things about yeah, that one. Yeah, Wonder Beauty has nice ones on um on a tube. And actually, when I did try it, I did notice I didn't get panda eyes. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That's the tough thing. I feel like the way my eyes are shaped, it just I always get like like raccoon eyes. That's that's me, you know. Yeah. And I, I'm also like I said, I'm oily, so yeah, I think it's same. just natural. I'm, I'm well, just gonna. I'm always oily because I keep myself. I'm always kind of wet looking, but. Looks nice, wet is good. <laughs> yeah. Hydrated look yeah. is good. Hydrated. I mean, I mm-hmm. do kind of look like an oil slick, but that's like the look I'm going for. No, so. that's good. I mean, I had David Parada on and he said, I always want to look oily. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> me too. I just want to look like, yeah, hydrated. There's nothing worse than like dry flaky skin. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So being in the beauty industry, what is one beauty tip that has been tried and tested by you and that you swear by? Oh my God, there are so many Obviously, we're sunscreen people, mm-hmm. like, and not in your makeup. SPF 30, in your, whatever it is, like, SPF 30 or more, you got to do it every single day. Your makeup doesn't count, so put it yeah. on before. <laughs> um, but probably, I think the biggest change that I saw in myself for me was actually not, like, necessarily a beauty trick, but I start every morning with a very large, like, about this big. Uh, how many ounces is that? Like, maybe 18 ounces mm-hmm. of room temperature water with a half a lemon squeezed into it. Sometimes I'll add in something by the beauty chef, like the beauty chef glow powder or the gut primer, but doing drinking that entire 18 ounce glass of lemon juice water with maybe an added powder before you do anything else, before you touch coffee, even before I brush my teeth, I swear to God, it's the first thing I do. Um, I've noticed the biggest difference in my skin because you're getting so much hydration, you're getting those antioxidants from the lemon that are balancing your gut. Gut health is yeah. so important for your skin. Yes. <laughs> so I think like that, honestly, I started doing that maybe three years ago and that was like a game changer for my skin. You noticed you were like more supple. And- Just like, yeah, more. <laughs> I felt like I had 
drank hyaluronic acid. I just felt like my <laughs> skin was like plumper and more hydrated. And, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people are very dehydrated. So if you're getting like 18 ounces just right off the bat, you're already like upping your water intake yeah. by so much, you know, by a third of what you're mm-hmm. supposed to have basically every day. So that's a big one for me. And then just doing less. You know, we live in this Instagram age where there's the Instagram makeup. And we yes. were talking about this a little earlier, but there's, you know, a million different steps to these makeup looks. Like makeup is kind of like the death of good skin, honestly, mm-hmm. especially like foundation filled with silicone. So just oh, letting gosh, your skin yeah. breathe, like doing less. Yeah. Like, yes, it's fine to like get made up and have fun and like go for girls night or whatever you're doing. But like if you're going to like Target, oh, give your yeah. skin a moment. Exactly. I even see girls working out with makeup on and oh, I'm like, no. give your skin a break. Yeah. And people always ask me like why I have good skin. And yes, I take care of it, but I also let it like breathe five mm-hmm. out of seven days. Like I have a little That's bit on true. today because I knew I was going to see you, but I really don't wear that much makeup. So. Yeah. I mean, if you don't need to, you don't have to. Like, yeah. yeah. Like we said, going to Target, the store. Yeah. But people put on full faces for everything. So just like do no. less. Yeah. I mean, I think it also comes with age. I feel like I definitely put on less makeup now. For sure. And also more on skincare and skin treatments. For sure. Like in mm-hmm. my early 20s, I was I always had like these raccoon eyes. <laughs> I was like so into it. But Yeah. Do you, do you do any skin treatments? Ooh, yes. I love skin treatments. Mm-hmm. I get monthly facials, which are really important. I think like Sonia Dakar is a genius. Mm-hmm. I also love Emma Goodman at Skin Worship yeah. and um, Jackie B Skincare is amazing for facials. They're all wonderful. I try and I also write for Spotlight, which mm-hmm. is um, this awesome website where I write a lot about treatment. So I don't necessarily get to see the same women every month, mm-hmm. but I'm always getting a facial a month. Um, I've been really into microneedling, which I've I only done twice, but oh my God, it is so amazing oh yeah the professional grade of course yes. not like you know the micro yeah, roller no. yeah i did yeah. i haven't actually done the roller i have one but i haven't tried it so i love micro needling i did um vivachi vivachi i think it's called uh-huh. and it was incredible um i also love doing lasers i love just like a, a clear and brilliant laser i think they're amazing for hyperpigmentation yeah. i have a lot of like hyperpigmentation i, was, I need to try that I yeah get that. it's mm-hmm. really good i actually was just um on vacation so like all my freckles came back but mm-hmm. i had worked so hard to get these like <laughs> because they're not really freckles they're more like sunspots honestly mm-hmm. they look like freckles but they're sunspots so I love lasers um but again like everything within moderation yeah you know you don't want to overdo it so if like I got a clear and brilliant laser I'm not gonna get a facial like the next day like your skin oh, needs yeah. you know people are crazy though oh yeah sometimes I hear like oh I got a laser I went to get a laser and then I got a you know a microdermabrasion the next oh, day and I'm gosh. doing like a peel like <laughs> calm down you know but I do think listening to your skin and getting those treatments is important. And I also love a little bit of Botox. Mm-hmm. I do it like I was by, about to say, do you believe in Botox? I do believe in Botox. I've been doing it since I was 20 years old. Uh-huh. I'm 32 now, so 12 oh. years. But I get the slightest little amount. Micro treatments. Yeah, now I get a little bit more because I'm in my 30s and like the lines are getting uh-huh. a little more aggressive. But like I always want to be, be able to move my face. Of course. I never want like the Botox like frozen forehead like. You know, when people are like, look at my, I can't move it. I'm like, that's not a good sign. Or when they're crying, they still look yeah, like. Yeah, and it, like nothing moves. Like I, I still want a full, fully mm-hmm. mobile face, but I do believe in like little, little amounts of Botox just mm-hmm. to prevent like the deep creases that don't leave when you have a resting face. Yes. So I do believe in a little Botox and those are like the main treatments that I do. Yeah. I mean, natural is really important. Even I've listened to this doctor. I, uh, I remember correctly. His name's Dr. Pugh. He said yeah. the reason, yes. So he believes in like um, really, really natural types of, you know, micro treatments and Botox mm-hmm. because, fa- yeah, face is supposed to move. And there's a reason why when people have like overly Botox face and they do look weird, even if they look perfect, but they look weird, it's only because like the natural eye, like it moves, it, it mo- like it kind of is used to movement. 
Yeah. Because it's like, it's like the microseconds that is in between even on video that the video catches. Like mm-hmm. that's what like your eye notices. And you're like, wait, something is off. That's kind of looks too cartoony mm-hmm. or just like CGI. That's why a lot of actresses stay away from Botox or if they do it super natural. Mm -hmm. Like I can name, obviously there are actresses that get Botox. Of course. We can name, we can Mm -hmm. name a bunch of them, but the really good ones, you know, they, you want to see that facial expression. Yeah. They have like forehead lines. Yeah. It doesn't look bad. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're too hard on ourselves about those, but I do think a little Botox is like totally fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, here (laughs) at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy. It's say hello to the beauty in you. Okay. What advice can you give those who are trying to discover their beauty within? You know, this took me a long time to like find that for myself. I struggle with tanorexia when I was younger. So I, (laughs) if you see photos of me, I was literally orange and I looked, I had platinum blonde hair and I would go to, I had two different tanning salon memberships and I just grew up because I'm very fair, but I grew Mm -hmm. up in Southern California and all these like beautiful tan blonde girls were like all my best friends. And I just wanted to look like them. But I think the second we start accepting ourselves is the moment you, you kind of start looking beautiful to others because there's nothing less beautiful than someone who's like self-conscious and unconfident in who they are and you know what they look like so I think now we're in this beautiful moment of everyone celebrating individuality and you know they're all Mm. different shapes and sizes and skin tones that are now out in the world and on Instagram and in marketing campaigns it's really just owning your own pretty and knowing that you're beautiful and I think that's kind of how you own own your entire beauty moment you know you have to feel good in order to look good yeah. And I love this whole movement of natural because even with Instagram before we love to curate our page, you know, everyone has beautiful pages. I, I know it still so exists, stressful. but now <laughs> I think I've been seeing more influencers just like taking posting a photo that's like taken by their iPhone. Yeah. Just a natural. A lot shot. of them. Yeah. It's important because then you actually get to see the real more. Mm-hmm. I know it's still a highlight reel, but it's a little bit more authentic mm-hmm. than before. But you know, I'm guilty of that. Like I had my feed looking a s- certain way and then I post a photo that like messed it up and it would literally give me anxiety. And yeah. I'm like, this is not okay. Yeah. Like why do, Why is this one photo that's like slightly <laughs> off temperature from the rest of my photos like keeping me up at night? So that's not good. I know. Or it's like, wait, how come I didn't get the same amount of likes from that off photo yeah. as I did in like my previous photos? I it's stopped like, caring about the exact- likes a while ago just yeah. because... I don't care. The, the algorithm is like, it's wild. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. So, And then they did say that I think they are working on taking out the likes, right? Yeah, I'm interested in that. Like I do a lot of influencer work where mm-hmm. I work with brands and it is important to report your analytics, which we'll still have access to. Yes. But I think for the younger generation, I just I think it's going to be a lot better for them. I think it's great. because I mean, you can see your own likes, but like people that follow you or mm-hmm. your friends, they everything. won't see it. And I've been guilty of that where you post a photo that you like think is really good or say it's a marketing, you know, <laughs> yeah. you're doing a collaboration with a brand and you want it, you kind of need it to perform mm-hmm. well. I've been guilty of like, even without thinking, kind of going on and checking how many likes and that's not good. We shouldn't be doing that, you know, yeah. shouldn't be doing that. I mean, it's not in a sense like, yeah, it's good that you recognize and you're giving yourself that self-check. Yeah. Yeah. You're it's like, tough. I think mm-hmm. it's good. Do you think it's good? I don't I think it's good to do a self-check. At least the recognition part is a good step forward. Yeah. What about the likes being taken away, though? I think, think it's good, good because I, good, I feel yeah. like I am like what you said, I'm guilty of that. I'm like, you know, especially with, when it comes to business or because as a makeup artist, 
You know, when mm-hmm. I put my work out there, of course I want people to like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm definitely more guilty of that for Mara. Like I always, I'm very um, observant of like what people are liking and mm-hmm. okay, well I put, that was a single product shot with like a uh, silk in the background. Maybe they don't like silk. So like <laughs> F the silk, <laughs> get rid of the silk. No, I, I, I am trying to be like cognizant of like yeah. what people are drawn to. Cause yes, for your business, you want people to like your stuff. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's not. It's not the end all be all. Yes. What is something exciting in store for you and or Mara? Ooh, okay. For Mara, it's mostly about Mara at this point. Yeah. Um, for Mara, I'm really excited because we have that new product that's coming yeah. out in the fall. I've been working really, really hard on it. And we are also launching with Blue Mercury. Yes. Um, in September, like mid-September. So I'm really excited about that because it just brings our product to a wider audience. Yes. Um, I'm really just working on distribution and getting the product in as many places that make sense mm-hmm. so people can try it in real life because with our price point it's just expensive and I know people want to try it first so we're just trying to get in as many markets that make sense um, mm-hmm. and the, in stores that make sense for the brand so that's like the big initiative so I'm really excited for Blue Mercury and then 2020 is going to be lit for Mara like there's <laughs> so many good products that we have coming out like I'm so so excited so it's just like working on getting all the components yeah. together for those and then for me, like I got engaged, so that's pretty exciting. Very I guess exciting. I'm, I never thought I was going to have a wedding so uh, or get engaged. So I guess I'm doing that now. Uh-huh. It's like, I guess I'm going to plan a wedding. So we'll Ooh. see 2020. But yeah. yeah, that's like those are the main things. So you have two SKUs right now. Yes. And you said you're coming up with more products. So total, how many would that be? You know, I don't know, honestly, but I kind of I have how many do I've done? I've got that, that. And then I have your gua sha mm-hmm. tool too, uh, yeah, to be noted. Fun. Yeah. I just did that for fun. Honestly, that was, um, I made that for editors for our launch at Space NK for the party. I had made them, but then production, they didn't come in in time. <laughs> and so I decided to sell them yeah. um, as a limited edition. And we're almost out, but if they're pretty popular, so I might make them again. We'll yeah. see. Um, but they're perfect pair for yeah, your face great. oils. Yeah. It's great. I'm kind of, I do two at a time. But yeah, the gua sha is a fun tool. Yeah. We have about six products um, formulated right now, mm-hmm. um, two of which are already out. And so I'll be launching the other ones. But I don't, I'm not going to just make products to make products. I also True. think production is like a wasteful, beauty is a very wasteful industry. Yeah, and production yeah. is a wasteful process between all of the carbon emissions for sending things over by boat and, you know, everything that it takes to drive, you know, freight from here to there. It is a lot. It's also expensive. So I try and be very mindful with the products that we launch. We're not a trendy brand. We're not just going to like hop on a bandwagon. Like if, you know, ma- you remember the matcha days, like, yes. you know, we're just going to make a matcha product and matcha <laughs> eye cream because matcha is cool right now. Yeah. Also, I can't move that fast. <laughs> Even though we are small, it's um, it's still I'm one person. I have a, a small team, but yeah. like I want the one that's really making all the decisions. So, you know, I can't move quite as quickly. So I see it. I don't know how many products we'll have and I'm not sure where we'll yeah. end, but I think all the products that we're coming out with are like super exciting and different and new. So I, I don't know. And I feel I like it's those essential products yeah. and, you know, that you need. It's the things that I want to use. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm reaching for something and I'm like, don't find it, then that's kind of why we, we make it. So yeah, we'll see. That's TBD, nice. but definitely six because those there are six that are done. Yeah. So. I'm excited. Can't wait for it. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah. What are your social channels and where can they find you? So my social channels, uh, me personally, I'm at Allison McNamara. And then Mara is at the Mara Beauty. 
the Mara Beauty. Uh huh. And then, yeah, themarabeauty.com. We're all the Mara Beauty across yes. all platforms. And then your products are available in The Real Real, I heard. That's amazing. Yeah. I the, didn't know they, you know, sold beauty products. Yeah, that's going to be new for us. Um, the Real Real launching in September. Um, our big, big retailers, Credo Beauty, Space NK, um, Bloomingdale's online. Mm. You can also shop it if you're international at Cult Beauty, which is amazing because they ship free worldwide uh-huh. to almost wow. like everywhere. So that's a really great way to try the product if you live internationally. And then on themarabeauty.com. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending time with us thank today. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. I love talking Aww, skin and beauty and you're so knowledgeable. You. So oh, this was fun. Thank you. I had so much fun with you. Yay. And maybe for a second episode when your new products come out. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you. See Bye. you soon.